Welcome to Kevin Condor's podcast. This series is on the Tabernacle of David, based on Kevin's best-selling book by the same title. It's available in paperback and e-back formats from Amazon in your area, or as an immediate PDF download from the shop at kevinconnor.org. Finally, the ongoing impact of Kevin's ministry is only possible because of the generosity of friends and supporters like you. Why not consider making a donation today at kevinconnor.org forward slash donate. Thanks very much. We finish on our series on the Tabernacle of David, for my uh, part anyway. And we'll pick up in verse, verse, um, verse 16, then down to verse 22, and just a few verses here and there just because of time. And David spake to the chief of the Levites to appoint their brethren to be the singers, listen to the language now, the singers with the instruments of music, psalteries and harps and cymbals, sounding by lifting up the voice with joy. So the Levites appointed Heman, Asaph, and Ethan, as we see there. Verse 19, so the singers, Heman, Asaph, and uh, Ethan, were appointed to sound with cymbals of brass. Verse 22, and Chenani, chief of the Levites, was for song. He instructed about the song because he was skillful. Verse 25, so David and the elders of Israel and the captains over thousands went to bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of the house of Obed-Edom with joy. And it came to pass when God helped the Levites that bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord that they offered seven bullocks and seven rams. And David was clothed with a robe of fine linen and all the Levites that bear the ark and the singers and Chenani the master of the song with the singers. David also had upon him an ephod of linen. Thus all Israel brought up the ark of the covenant of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the cornet and with trumpets and with cymbals, making a noise with psalteries and harps. And it came to pass as the ark of the covenant of the Lord came to the city of David that Michael, the daughter of Saul, looking out at a window, saw King David dancing and playing. And she said, glory, hallelujah, what a wonderful meeting this is. She said, I'm going to leave this church and go somewhere else. She despised him in her heart. So they brought the ark of God and set it in the midst of the tent of the tabernacle that David had pitched for it and offered burnt sacrifices and peace offerings. Then down to verse 4, And he appointed certain of the Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord and to record and to thank and to praise the Lord God of Israel. Verse 6, Benaniah also and Jehaziel the priest with trumpets continually before the ark of the, God, uh, of the covenant of God. Verse 7 and 8, Then on that day David delivered first this psalm to thank the Lord in the hand of Asaph and his brethren. And then we have the whole of the psalm, the psalm that was first delivered on that day. Let's go way down to chapter 16 to verse uh, uh, 36. Or verse, uh, verse 33, pardon me. We've just sort of been singing a bit. Then shall the trees of the wood sing out at the presence of the Lord, because he cometh to judge the earth. Verse 36, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel forever and ever. And all the people said, Amen, Amen and Amen. praise the Lord. So he left there before the ark of the covenant of the Lord, Asaph and his brethren, to minister before the ark of the Lord continually as every day's work required. And then we have the other names there. Verse 39, And Zadok the priest and his brethren the priest before the tabernacle of the Lord in the high place that was at Gibeon. Verse 42, And with them Heman and Jeduthun with trumpets and cymbals for those that should make a sound and with musical instruments of God. 
pray that the Lord will bless his word to our hearts. Now in the outline, did everybody get a copy of this outline? That? Okay, everybody should have got a copy of that. And I just want to make a few comments before we move into the flow of what we're uh, doing this morning. Now, the other Sunday we had a Tabernacle of Moses approach, and we're going to see the contrast this morning of our approach to God through the altar, through the blood, through the labor, through the table of the Lord, right within the holiest of all. Now, as we've been saying in our studies together, when David came to power here, he sets up a new tabernacle referred to as the Tabernacle of David, and this was on Mount Zion. So what we find, and in the scriptures that you've got in your notes here, without me taking time on that, there were two tabernacles in existence at the same time. One was on Mount Gibeon, and one was on Mount Zion. In the one on Mount Gibeon, they had an outer court, a holy place, but an empty, most holy place. There was no Ark of the Covenant. On the tabernacle on Mount Zion, we find that there's no outer court, no holy place, just the holiest of all. And that uh, actually what David did, and there's so much in this that we don't have time to expand at the moment, David actually transferred the holiest of all, the most holy place, from the tabernacle of Moses over to the tabernacle of David. And in the tabernacle of David, he set up a whole new order of worship. And uh, as we go through the scriptures from now on, no, it's not my tummy. My tummy does make funny noises, but it's not that. Pray for this thing this morning, you know, okay? Cast something out, okay? But as we go through the scriptures, we find that Zion takes on very, very much significance. And over the years, the church has sung about Zion, and I don't think we've realized the significance of it. Come ye that love the Lord, and let your joys be known. We're marching to Zion, beautiful, beautiful Zion. We're mar marching upward to Zion, the beautiful city of God. The hill of Zion yields a thousand sacred sweets. Another great hymn writer writes, Glorious things are spoken of Zion, the city of God. And just about 152 references to Zion in the scripture. I have set my anointed, my king, upon my holy hill of Zion. The Lord shall send the rod of his strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of the enemies. The Lord shall reign forever. Even thy God, O Zion, unto all generations. Sing praises unto the Lord which dwelleth in Zion. Oh, that the salvation of Israel will come out of Zion. And over and over again, beautiful for situation, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion on the sides of the, the north. So we have about 152 references to Zion in the scripture, and it's impossible to ever read about Zion without involving the tabernacle of David and the order of worship that was established there. Now in the notes that I've given you there, uh, if you can just glance at that, on one side on Mount Gibeon, we find we have the tabernacle of Moses and a company of priests ministering there. And on the other side, we have the tabernacle of David and a company of priests ministering there. And in the tabernacle of David, and we're going to be following most of this through this morning, seeing how, how our time goes, uh, David establishes the singers and singing. There was no singing and singing in the tabernacle of Moses. Though we took that approach there, we were taking the spiritual significance of it. In the tabernacle of David, he ordained instruments of music. There were no instruments of music in the tabernacle of Moses. In the tabernacle of David, the Levites ministered before the ark because that was the holiest of all transferred. In the tabernacle of Moses, only the high priest could go there once a year. In the tabernacle of David, there was recording and thanking 
and praise and singing of psalms and rejoicing uh, and joy. There was clapping, there was shouting, there was dancing, there was lifting up of hands and there was worship and bowing and the people said amen. But what a contrast, it, pardon me, in the tabernacle of Moses where there was no singers and singing, no instruments of music. Only the high priest could go within the veil once a year. There was no recording and thanking, no praise or singing of psalms. Only one psalm by Moses, Psalm 90. Uh, they were commanded to rejoice, but they did little of it. They did nothing but murmur, clapping, shouting, dancing. Everything in the tabernacle of Moses' order was really decent and in order and dead. But in the tabernacle of David, we have these various expressions uh, praise and worship to the Lord. It was a whole new order that David uh, established in Zion. So what I want us to do this morning, we've been through the tabernacle of Moses' approach in the whole approach of the spiritual truths which still remain, but we're going to be working through uh, the tabernacle of David worship this morning in uh, what time we have. And I want us to all enter in, amen. I want you to turn one, uh, to one more scripture and then we're going to start right off here. And the musicians, Mark's going to help me. We're going to flow together. Let's turn to one scripture now in Psalm 137. Psalm 137. Now in some of the songs that we'll be singing this morning, there'll be some songs that are new and some that are old, and we'll see how we flow together, okay? But let's really enter in and let the Spirit of the Lord really birth something in our hearts this morning. We talked about a year of release, a year of uh, celebration and shouting, and... Uh, here we are, waiting in November. Okay, Psalm 137. When uh, Israel or Judah was taken into Babylon, they destroyed the temple of the Lord and the whole order of the tabernacle of David was set aside. And in Psalm 137 it says, By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat. Yea, we wept when we remembered what? Zion. So Zion and Babylon. And down in Babylon, which means confusion, religious, political, all sorts of confusion. God wants his people to come out of confusion. There we sat when we, and we wept when we remembered Zion. We hanged our harps out upon the willows. And we know what the willow is symbolic of. Sorrow and weeping willows. That they took their instruments. For there they that carried us away captive required of us a song. And they that wasted us required of us mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of what? Zion, the songs of Zion. We're going to be singing songs of Zion this morning. But look at their response. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land, a strange land? And you know, when saints, when a church or an individual people are in Babylon and in confusion, you lose the song of the Lord. You can judge a victorious church by its singing. When the church loses victory an individual, we lose our song. But what happened? As they came out of Babylon in 100 and Psalm 126, when the Lord turned again the captivity of, the, of Zion, we were like them that dreamed. Then was our mouth filled with laughter. It's okay to laugh in church. Thank you, that's better. And our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord's done great things. Turn again our captivity. And so the first song we're going to sing, I want you to stand. I want to have you stand all the time. So, okay, we're going to sing an old timer. We're coming out of Babylon. Hallelujah. How many of you remember this one? A little bit 
visit kevinconnor.org for more information about Kevin, his books and his ministry.